rifling through those long boxes and bagging those books. Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics. This is the Cosmic Force Podcast, a Utini Podcast Network production. And now, here are your hosts, Tyler Reganti, Emma Park, Caleb Lamanek, and Jacob Bosch. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Cosmic Force. On tonight's episode, we are talking Star Wars comics and Star Wars video games. We're going to talk about what video games have gotten the comics treatment, what Star Wars games are in the news, hint, there's a lot of them, uh, some of our favorite Star Wars games, and a special segment where each of us are going to select our favorite comic characters that we want to see in an upcoming video game. But first, let's go ahead and go around the room and introduce everybody else. Emma, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing very well. It's uh, it's good to be here. It's interesting that we plan this topic for today, right? Uh, knowing that there was going to be a really large amount of uh, uh, not I was going to say comics news, but no video game news. It's really crazy. So it's almost like we wish it into existence. And then of course, huge book of Boba Fett today. So yeah, feeling feeling really good. Yeah, yeah. The I mean, we we couldn't have planned this more perfectly. It's almost as if the force was working with us uh, in regards to to the topic of the show this week. Caleb, how's it going over there? And your and your nice man that looks that is a comfortable looking sweater you've got on right there. It is. It is very nice. It's uh, a little chilly down here in Georgia, so I decided to uh, be a little casual today. Talk about one of my favorite subjects, video games. We're going to have a good time, good discussion, and talk a little bit about comics. But we got a lot of news to get to, so let's uh, keep this train running. We do. So we're going to check in with our last host, Jacob. How's it going over there? Uh, Is that a new Razor's Crest behind you? I don't recall seeing that last week. Uh, It's always been like way back on my bookshelf. I've had it uh, for like a year or so now. Um, So I just, you know, for the for the topic of the day, I thought I'd bring (laughs) it forward uh, and, and display it proudly. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I do think it's funny that jo- Hold, Caleb, I just looked up the temperature in Georgia and it is 40 degrees. That is not cold. So <laughs> it is cold uh, to Caleb, us Southerners. Okay. Caleb, would you like to know what my car said the temperature was outside this morning? Would you like to know? Was it uh, in the teens? Yes, it was 14. Not counting the wind chill. So <laughs> when I woke up this morning, my like my my like Google assistant wake up sequence is like. Good morning. It is uh, the weather outside is two degrees and it feels like negative three degrees. But, so. uh, but you see where oh, you guys Tyler, live. Back me up here. Back yeah, me up where here. you guys live, you expect that. For us Southerners, I'm gatekeeping weather. For today. us Southerners, we when we when it is cold, we're thinking you know overnight lows in the 40s and mm-hmm. highs in the upper 60s, 70s. This is this just reminds me, Tyler, of the the conversation we had like a month or so ago about outdoor hockey games and me having to teach you the concept of lace. Yes, yes, <laughs> and, and that was very uh, very informative You're for like, me. I don't know if I, I can do this. It's gonna be like twenty <laughs> degrees outside in January. Yes, yeah, uh, no matter uh, what, you just you never get used to like teens or below. You just you, you never do. It's impossible. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you are joining us for the first time, welcome. We don't talk about weather. We talk about Star. Star Wars comics because we are a Star Wars comics podcast that broadcasts live right here on youtube.com slash utini every Wednesday night at eight o'clock. If you can't join us live, that is okay. We are also available on all of your favorite podcast platforms. So go ahead and find us and subscribe to us wherever you are getting your other podcasts from. We're also part of the Utini Podcast Network of nearly a dozen shows and a Discord channel at utini.com slash Discord with more than 1,000 members and dozens of channels to choose from. If you like what you see and you want to say thanks, then head over to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash Utini, where for as little as $5 a month, you can gain exclusive access to the entire Utini podcast network of shows, as well as exclusive merch and community involvement activities. So we're, we, we do have some news that we're going to get to. It's not comics news, as we, we, we teased, but it is actually video game news. Um, and there was a lot this week. Uh, Jacob, why don't you go ahead and, and kick us off with this, because you've got the, art, the, the article pulled up. I do have the article pulled up. Uh, so was it Tuesday? Uh, yeah, yesterday. Uh, EA and uh, Lucasfilm Games announced some new games coming our way in some indeterminate time. They don't even have titles yet, so I, I would not be uh, getting too excited yet. It's going to be a couple years out. Uh, but we're getting a few new games from EA and specifically Respawn, who uh, are the creators behind 
well, notably Jedi Fallen Order, but also Apex Legends and Titanfall. Uh, but they're going to be creating a the next title in the Jedi franchise. So Jedi Fallen Order, is, the, the title is Star Wars colon Jedi colon Fallen Order. So it's the next <laughs> installment of that. It's not they're not saying Fallen Order 2 now. They're saying the next game in the Jedi uh, series. We're also going to get a new first-person shooter from Respawn Entertainment, and then we're also getting uh, a strategy game from the new studio Bit Reactor, which is uh, headed up by uh, Peter Hirschman. Uh, is that right? No, nope. am I reading the right name? Uh, oh boy, uh, I, I can't see. Uh, I'm not going to find it in this wall text right now. Uh, but a creator who was a former developer for XCOM and Civilization, so. A big, uh, a big pedigree in the strategy game sphere. So those were all announced yesterday, and we've had thanks, demo. We've had the show topic on the books for over a month now, and it just you know all happened to come together. Also, Lego Star Wars has a like solid release date now yeah. for the first time in years. I, I planned it this way, so it's, it's just you're welcome. Clearly, moment. clearly, what that shows <laughs> is all of these major game developers listen at, to our show. And they're exactly. like, you know what? Yes. If they thank you, yeah, exactly. So yeah. thank you, Vince Sampella, for being a big fan <laughs> of the Cosmic Force. Uh, Tyler willed into existence a comic book character showing up in the TV shows. <laughs> Emma has willed into existence Star Wars video games. Caleb, I, you know, call your shot. I don't hmm. know. Well, we have a few uh, p- options down the line, so maybe we'll see what happens with the. Okay. Uh, That's fair. At the bottom of the episode. I mean, if this isn't evidence that the cosmic force exists, I don't know what is. I, I, I mean, this is this is clearly something that is that is bigger we, than all of us. Yes, this. we do exist. We do <laughs> exist on your favorite podcast platforms and youtube.com slash utini. Like and subscribe. All right. Yes, like and subscribe everywhere. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and get into our weekly poll list. Uh, a little bit of a short week this week, uh, but I guess it's preparing us for a larger week next week. Right, Jacob? That is correct. Uh, yeah, we got two titles this week. We have the uh, Trail of Shadows, issue number four, uh, Whatever It Takes, written by Daniel Jose Older, with pencils from David Wachter. Uh, the uh, cover is from David Lopez, and colorist is Giada Marchisio, and the letterer is Joe Sabino. Uh, so, great issue there. And then uh, we have one more issue left for that series. Uh, then we have the uh, trade paperback for Ghost of Vader's Castle from IDW. It's written by Kevin Scott with uh, art from uh, Derek Charm, uh, Chris Finoglio, uh, Francesco Francavilla, Robert Hack, and uh, Megan Levins. And uh, the cover also from Francesco Francavilla. And the letterer is Sean Lee. I'm not sure, but this might be the last trade paperback from IDW. Um, there might be like one or one more, uh, but we're. <laughs> We're definitely uh, nearing the end of that, uh, at least as far as things that have been solicited. But if you want to pick up copies for yourself, you can check the YouTube description as always. All right. We're going to go ahead and get, move on into what we're loving. we got a little bit of a condensed section this week. We've got one staff art of the week and one uh, community art of the week. So, Jacob, I'm going to turn it right back over to you again because it looks like you <laughs> chose the art of the week this week for, for from amongst us. I did. Uh, so I'd read Dark Temple, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later, um, probably about a year ago. And I remember the art being pretty interesting. So I went up and uh, found a cool t- uh, panel from that. And it was funny because it wasn't this one that I looked at first. But like the second I looked at it, I'm like, oh, that's whoever did this is definitely the artist on Bounty Hunters right now. Because like the, the art style is so incredibly similar. And yeah, it was Paolo Villanelli did the pencils for this and same colors as well. RF Prianto. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, uh, love me some second sister um oh, yeah. except for the boss fight <laughs> oh that's right yeah some second sister <laughs> uh, second sister boss yeah, fight I... was the end yeah yes. oh yeah was... no well, forget there's that a, there's Final a few fight. fights yeah there's a few there's a few of the cutscenes always uh always saved you there <laughs> yes. we'll talk about that later uh, yeah and, and, yeah and you fight her earlier in the game as well but yes uh yeah this uh it was it was, it was a very visually interesting ep- uh mini series like they're on like this very weird planet with this red like fog smoke and weird particle effects thing it's kind of cool. reminds it's me visu- of crate visually a very bit, intriguing like, kind of uh, yeah, yeah a little i got bit. impressions of that too yeah <laughs> so oh. uh yeah that was mine and then we have and then we have a community, community one. one uh the discard camp blew it out we had some really good options here but the winner was from landon aka neptune 
Uh, this one was from the Age of Republic special, number one. Uh, pencils by Carlos Gomez and colors from Dono Sanchez Almeira. Uh, really good sort of uh, work here of showing what happened when uh, the Clone Wars episode, when Grievous came out and destroyed the, all the uh, Night Sisters and uh, Ventress's reflection and remembering the uh, that terrible night. So really good uh, sort of issue here. A lot of really bright colors and the, the wild, like, sickly green of the night sisters force powers you know kind of showing that they're not exactly sith but they're definitely not healthy people like i always <laughs> see that and think like some sort of necromancer from D. &D. yeah this is really solid art great pick landon this is uh i i it's weird because i i've read these like pretty recently but i totally forgot this uh this panel i i would have remembered this this is amazing <laughs> uh I knew this panel looked familiar. Uh, I was like, I'm pretty sure I've used this for something. <laughs> this was my art of the week from all the way back in uh, episode seven. Wow. Episode seven. <laughs> wow. I didn't even need to. I didn't even need to screen cap it. I already had it. But yeah, here we go. It was a, what a throwback. Nice. I mean, that's just how good it is. It deserves to be art of the week from from true. one of us and from a community member. There we go. Exactly. So open up. So like community members, if you want. Scum through our old episodes and find good art of the week. There's a gold mine out yeah. there. We already <laughs> like, like it. A couple months ago. Yeah, if it's a couple months ago, I probably won't remember it. So <laughs> do whatever. Yeah, at this point, anything earlier than December, like you're probably safe just resubmitting it again. Well, before we move on, I do want to uh, focus real quickly on what we're reading. And really, I want to focus on Caleb because as we talked about last week, you were getting caught up on all of the High Republic that you have not read yet. So I wanted to kind of check it back in with you, see where you've gotten on that and, and if you'd finished anything and what you've moved Ex on to. Yes. Uh, Soul kind of put it out there that you do need to read the rest of the series. The rest of, was it phase one before you read uh, the last uh, of the Martian Row miniseries? So I'm kind of blazing through that right now. I'm maybe about a third halfway through um, the Republic Fair one. We Rising talked about some uh, Rising Storm. Uh, yes. Rising Storm. I'm doing the audiobooks. So I don't actually, it's not like every time I pick it up, I read the title. But yes, Rising Storm. A lot of fun. A lot of set work set up. Definitely like, I know that the uh, fair is going to be attacked, but even not knowing that, like, the spoilers. It's, uh, it's pretty obvious <laughs> that something bad is going to happen. Is it a spoiler, though? It's not a spoiler. It's like, you know, like when you play a video game, which we'll talk about more, and you start off in the idyllic little village, like, oh boy, I sure hope nothing ever happens to my foster <laughs> exactly. parents who found me under mysterious circumstances. You know, the rumors of that huge war out there are never going to come here where boring <laughs> things happen. Yeah. And we've also, when, when you get caught up, don't forget, you also have to read the, the middle grade novel Mission to Disaster because uh, Jacob I, had mentioned that you needed to make sure you read that one. I will get to that eventually. I'll probably, after this one, I'll ch I should be able to be good to jump to uh, Fallen Star, right? Yes. yes. Like, Out of the Shadows is the YA book between it, but you don't really need to read it if you don't want I'll to. I'll probably go back I, for it, but I'm I, on blaze mode right now. Yeah, it's like, Warp I speed. mean, I... Warp Factor 9. I would have if if you're not caleb and listening to this i would recommend it i would uh, agree because i think a lot of those characters yeah. are that are it, developed in that book are very important for um fallen star for uh fallen star but uh you know if you're if you're just trying to you know get the basics adult novel all the way through you'll be i fine. mean basically there's a, there's a general pattern of like the authors bringing in their main characters into their books right so claudia's book uh, claudia's characters are for the most part, going to feature in uh, Fallen Star, although, you know, mm -hmm. they're all pretty much everywhere for the most part, too. So And and while the, the plot of Out of the Shadows does not directly tie into Fallen Star, it is a very – the, the end of that book does have very significant um, – outcomes for the ga yes. for the greater galaxy as a whole so I don't sleep on it just yeah. yes i was yep. very surprised too uh in a positive way to have such a such a important event happen in a in a in a ya novel agreed so yes don't sleep on those unless you're caleb and you're trying to read through all of them uh at warp speed in order to get past or read them before next month's uh eye of the storm so, all right, let's go ahead and take a short break. And then when we come back, we're going to be talking about some Star Wars video games and, and how they connect to some comics. So we'll be right back. 
All right, we are back. And like we've mentioned a few times, we are talking about video games and how they relate to comics. But, uh, you know, you guys have been hearing us talk for a while now, and you know what our favorite comics are. But uh, we haven't really talked about video games before, and there's a lot of them out there. There's about to be more. Um, so I figured, you know, let, let's all go around the room and talk about what some of our favorite Star Wars video games are. Um, I will start with uh, Jacob. Let, let's let's hear what your, some of your favorites are. Oh, oh boy, put me on the spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think I'm going to go with, the, like, at least for starters, the classic um, PlayStation 2 Battlefront 2. Nice. Good selection. Is, I mean, amazing. Like, that was, like, it was a great game because, uh, like, you know, this was, like, kind of before, like, online gaming, at least for consoles, was, like, super ubiquitous. But it was a great, like, shooter game that you could play by yourself and, like, still have a good time. (laughs) Like, no, like, if I, like, boot up, like, Modern Warfare 2, it's like, oh, I'm playing by myself? Well, that sucks. (laughs) There's nothing you can do. Yeah, it gets boring quick. But, like, you know... Yeah, but like, you know, Battlefront 2, it's like, I'll play against like bots all day and have the time of my oh, life. Absolutely. So that one's up there. And then, of course, KOTOR. Like, I had like a funny experience with that because, like, um, I don't know if I've told it on this podcast before, but I was like, I guess this was 2005 when that game came out or 2002. Um, so I was like six or nine, somewhere in that range. Um, and I, my mom had bought me Star Wars Galaxies for Christmas. Uh, you mm. know, this, I'm a, this a certified Freddy moment. Because um, she's like, oh, he likes computers and he likes Star Wars and he likes games. So here, this is a Star Wars game. And then she found out that it's a monthly subscription-based game. And then she's like, <laughs> oh, absolutely not. <laughs> so she returned it and got uh, KOTOR, which is like, you know, a, a fantastic game in its own right. Uh, but... I was a child, so I could not figure out how to get off Terrace. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, so that, Corey as an adult, adult I can't I don't, figure it out. Yeah, I was gonna say Corey as an adult, I, I, I don't think could figure out how to get off Terrace. So. I, I eventually figured it out, but yeah, like uh, I, I would like die all the time, and then I got to the rancor, and I understood the puzzle, and I swear I did it right, but uh, like I still like would die, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh well, I give up. So, those are some of my favorite Star Wars games. That's funny, Caleb. How about you? Who? How long do we got? <laughs> like, I don't know. Legitimately, uh, I have I have a couple of things I want to bring up. Uh, if I could pick it, one, like I could pick several games, but like the era of like the PlayStation Two era, like so many great Star Wars games came out. Mainly because I was like a, a kid and a young teenager when those came out came out, and that was my first console. So of course I was really attached to it. Like I distinctly remember when we got our PlayStation Two, the first game we played was Jedi uh, Starfighter. Not the first yep, yep. Like, mm-hmm. Starfighter, but the one where you could actually use force powers. So that was That's the one, I believe, better. with the with the N1 on the cover of the game, I believe, right? No, that was the first one. And then there's Je- that's Star Wars that Starfighter. That red Jedi Starfighter, right? And then, yeah, there's Jedi oh, Starfighter, that's right. okay. which was okay. a sequel. Because they all, back in that time frame, Star Wars was really confusing about names. So that was a lot of fun. They still are. Yeah. They still real. are. I will uh, more on that later. Um, though I... If I were to, like, say one that I would run back and happily play through again, it would be not KOTOR 1, but KOTOR 2. And there's a bit of a story here. I distinctly, I got KOTOR 1 for my place, for my uh, Macintosh, actually, because we were a Mac family, and played through that and really had a good time. But they didn't release the sequel for a, um, the sequel for anything except Xbox for a while. Mm -hmm. So I had to, um... <clears throat> was bumming around and a friend was like hey i have a xbox i can loan that to you so i happily like took his xbox got with the old this was you know several years after it came out maybe like two th- was like 2012 2013 late college i think it was back when they still had that big chunky s controller like i had to handle like a grizzly bear and i played through like that whole game they twice. did not have that controller in 2012 but no I was, that's what i talked about that was his old uh, xbox you're playing the old school like xbox. the old school okay. xbox like with the big country like the 360 came out in like 2007 exactly so i, I was playing about. it so much later than its lifespan but i instantly fell in love with the game even though it was less polished and i felt like it was doing so much more but you know there's a time where i had to give it back because i had to give that xbox back to my good friend dr Corey helton no way! Oh, yes, way. I oh. the lead there. <laughs> gave me his Xbox so I could play Kotor two back years and years ago. So, oh, that's that a great story. Bank. That is a I cool story. I didn't, ex- I didn't expect that ending. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Tyler, I, I don't know if we can top that, but, but no, I can't. I can't top that. Other than uh, I'm going to go back in the wayback machine a little bit because, um, in addition to to Kotor and, and of course um, Rogue Squadron on the GameCube, those were great games when I when I when I uh, was mm. growing up. But a hidden gem um, that I absolutely loved playing as a kid uh, was actually a Lucas. Uh, Lucas Arts computer game. Um, I wish Jared was in the chat because um, this is right up his alley. Uh, as a, it's a classic game. It's, it was called Star Wars Star Wars Rebel Assault Two, um, and it was a full motion video game that actually used live action actors and footages. But you, it was like an on rails cover shooter. Uh, it was an awful game. But at, in 1995, when I was uh, nine, it was an awesome game because it was a Star Wars game. And, and I've, like I've told, said before, we didn't have a lot of Star Wars things. Um, but you got to fly the Millennium Falcon. You got to, oh, I remember this level there. So there would be, you're this little rebel guy. Um, I don't know if, I think you're just a random guy. But stormtroopers would come up to the door and you'd, you'd pop up from the uh, from cover and you'd just shoot them and go back down. And then you'd run over to another another area. But the part that I remember the most was you were flying the Millennium Falcon through a cave and just using your mouse, you had to go up, down, left, right. And I would get to the same part of the cave every single time and die. And my brothers and I would spend hours on this single <laughs> level. I hated it. It was awful. You should not be able to play a game like that back in 1995 with a mouse and the, and those very awful controls but it has stuck in my head um so i had to make sure that we mentioned that um as a as a definite um deep cut uh to to, to show how old i am em, yeah em, i'm just curious do you know what an fmv game even is nah. <laughs> <laughs> so full motion video games were like a brief phase i think in just in the 90s mainly where um this was like before like animation like computer animation quality had gotten very good so instead of like trying to deal with that they would just like take like real life videos of people and then like stitch those together well, to be the graphics of it because it was it was smaller it to like yes because it was smaller than actually building all the assets and they couldn't fit on i was it this i think the 16 gig uh cartridges mm. uh and and yeah gig oh uh, no i'm sorry like kilobyte <laughs> No, I think it was smaller than that. I, I think, think it was the like cartridges... at least a thirty-two bit. Okay, was it okay? I know it was extremely small. It was like the size of like yeah. like three songs or something. Um, oh god! Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It was. It was awful, but it was so much fun at the same time. I, I'm not an expert, but it doesn't sound like uh, movie footage and 1995's video game graphics would go very well together. Uh, well, okay. There, there's a couple big ones, like uh, Wing Commander was a popular one, and I'm only mentioning this because they got Mark Hamill to do a couple of things. Also, the uh, CDI Zelda games were FMV, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Those are some classic ones. Wow, mm -hmm. okay. So th this is interesting to learn about. So This is some, I mean, yeah, some old school stuff. As, as you oh, guys yeah. can tell, like my video games that I'm going to mention are going to be much more recent uh just because of my <laughs> age but um and i also didn't get into video games like until i don't know like late teens um i feel like it wasn't really normal like i, I feel like it was normal for like uh parents to get like their teenage boys like a console or something but not really their girls so like i didn't get into it until i had like my own money and stuff um although my sister and i did have a nintendo wii and we played the first ever video game i played was Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. Mm. And man, that will mm. always have a special place in my heart. I think I replay it once like every year. It, I love it so much. Um, and then, you know, I got really excited when uh, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens came out. And I think that was in 2015. Um, oh my God, the graphics were so much better. And the characters actually had like voice lines from the movies. It was really cool. And the mechanics were so much better. Um, and then I got like a, a an Xbox One that I could actually like play multiplayer games on and got absolutely obsessed with battlefront 2015 um it was like later in its lifespan uh so obviously i got onto battlefront 2017 right when it came out and i think i'm pretty notorious for that like on utini i would play it on game nights like a lot um i played the heck out of that game like over 500 hours or something like that uh still love it it's still really good and 
Jedi Fallen Order is another shout out I have. Like all the recent games so have been good. really solid. Like Starfighter, you know, uh, what was that? Squadrons. Squadrons is Squadrons, good. Yeah. Squadrons, yeah. Um, you know, I wish the campaign was longer, but you know, that was that was interesting too. So I can't wait to see what comes next. I mean, yeah, all those uh all those announcements, they have me pretty pumped. So Yeah. I will say, yeah, Squadrons is not my favorite Star Wars game of all time, but it's definitely the coolest experience yes. uh, I've ever had with a Star Wars yeah. game because I have I have a flight stick and I have VR, so that, I mean, that's that's like, the best way to play it. I mean, it yeah. really feels like I'm flying a, like a, a starfighter. Like I'm like looking around the cockpit <laughs> everywhere. Like it's super cool. Like like flying a wings and pulling like um like backwards rolls and be able to like look out the cockpit above me and see the. Oh, that's so cool. Like, <laughs> that, that might that might incredible. make me sick. I don't know. Like <laughs> it, it's so cool. It was like the first time I like played like on like a flat screen in front of me instead of VR. I'm like, what's well, like especially flying in a tie it's like what is going on like yeah. it's just like this little tiny it's like, like now you understand why yeah. they're uh, why the imperials are horrible at shooting like you know yeah. but but also i mean i thought it was a cool experience just playing on a on a like a like an actual tv i, I can't even imagine what that was like on vr oh my goodness yeah now i want to go play squatches again <laughs> <laughs> although every every time i say that i'm like eh. but do you really <laughs> it's like is it worth the frustration i don't know <laughs> We'll see. Well, we've had a couple of video games actually get the comic uh, treatment and have some crossover events from the video game uh, industry into their own comics line. So, Caleb, you were able to track down a number of different crossover comics that we've had. So I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce our first uh, comic of the of the evening. Absolutely. It's kind of a, a popular trend if you're going to have a big AAA uh comic or video game to have a tie-in prequel comic a lot of uh series do this i think there's a god of war one assassin's creeds etc but this one is for the as jacob alluded to earlier the confusingly named jedi or sorry star wars colon jedi fallen order hyphen dark temple <laughs> <laughs> written by matthew rosenberg and art by paolo valentini um yeah it follows villanelli, villanelli sorry Yes. I apologize. Paolo Villanelli. There you go. Valentine's is on my mind, so, you know, it's coming up in a couple months. About a couple weeks? Anyway. <laughs> Number one husband, Caleb, thinking ahead. There we there go. We go. <laughs> there you go. All right. This follows uh, the Jedi Padawan uh, Sri, uh, Seri Junda. Seer Junda. Seer Junda. I haven't played that game in so long. It doesn't feel like that. But in uh, her master, uh, Master Cordova. Uh, as they explore the politics between those defending and those wishing to explore the titular Dark Temple. Uh, the art is fantastic. The tie-ins to the comic, I feel, were a little on the weak side. Uh, like, how did you guys who read it feel? Do you feel like it did a good job encapsulating what the actual story of the Jedi Fallen Order was? Or they feel kind of titular, adjacent, or just kind of doing uh, its own thing? I mean, it's definitely separate from the Fallen Order central story, but it's it's like a nice like ancillary material. Like if it's like it'd be the kind of thing you're like if you played Fallen Order and really liked it, I would recommend this just because Eno Cordova plays like a very central role in the story, but isn't fleshed out. A he's whole only lot a hologram. In the actual game, yeah, he's a, he's a hologram, <laughs> and like so like his his character is super important to like the overall story, but like yeah, it's I mean it's just like Star Wars books, like you know. No one's going to tell a, uh, you know, a, uh, I don't know, Max Rebo story, but, you know, sure and well that someone will be willing to write 50 pages of a book about Max Rebo. I don't know why I said that character, but like, yeah. Uh, I like, don't know. That's right. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing with comics. It's like, yeah, no one's going to tell you the, the whole backstory of Eno Cordova, but this at least gives you a better idea of who he was as a person when he was still alive and like why he does what he does in the video game. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, um, honestly, in the video game, whenever his cutscenes came up, I got really confused because he was just talking about these like Zepho people the whole time, and I just, I wasn't following it, and I still didn't follow him in the comics either. Really, I mean, he oh, he reminds me a lot of um, oh, what's the dude from the High Republic, the Jedi, um, oh, the Scholar Jedi. He's oh, that, that, oh the Comac. Yep, yes. he reminds me of Comac, but nerdier. Believe it or not. Um, so I wasn't really interested in this comic for him per se, although I, I have to say that like it, it was a benefit. I, I think if I played the game again after reading it more recently, I'd have a little bit more respect for that side story. 
but I was honestly mostly interested in it for Seer because I thought her character was very interesting in the game and she didn't get a whole lot of of screen time but um especially towards the end when we found out about her uh, her past and sort of like the tragedy surrounding her I wanted to know more about her backstory and I'm so glad that we did get it um and especially with uh, the second sister as well um seeing more of her was really cool especially knowing their connection later down the line yeah totally yeah um yeah it's really cool uh the uh, so the uh you know seer junda her she's played in the game by uh deborah wilson mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. in voice and i think they do mocap for her as i well. think so yeah she also is in does the same uh both you know dual role in uh the tales from galaxy's edge video no game. way does she really we're, 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 yeah that's so yeah, cool she's like one of the she's i think she's like a quarren like space pirate or something like oh, that sick. really yeah so uh yeah she's uh doing double duty in the uh, star wars universe awesome oh my gosh we love to see that i that, that's great i mean i watched a playthrough of that game i i didn't even notice it was it was her voice or anything like that so that, that's cool i mean the only thing that would have made this comic better um just swinging back around would be uh what's that guy's name like uh Gree or uh uh grease? grease yeah if we if we got to Greasy see money like, baby like, I, <laughs> I wanted i want to see like the origin story of his love for salt that's what I wanted. <laughs> how or maybe how, or, or maybe how Cal Kestis learned to play the guitar. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, like it sounds like I'm making fun of the game. I'm not. I really love this game. It's just it's there's so some fun. like high level humor in it. So <laughs> yes, there were some me like I, I am getting flashbacks to that that awkward scene where that he's like, wait, is he is he actually okay? He's not just. He's not stopping. That's that's, that's <laughs> no, nice. No. Salt. Maybe we'll he, get he's coping by shaking the salt. Shaker. You you've got uh, a chance to get the, that origin story in the in the upcoming game. So here here here's yes. hoping Fingers that crossed, it's not if it's guys. not in the main game, maybe it's in the the additional DLC that comes out afterwards. Absolutely. Yeah, jokes on you. This isn't a Cal Kestis story. This is a Grease <laughs> prequel story, and no one got angry. <laughs> no. Huh, speaking of uh prequels and going back in time a little bit the next comic that we want to talk about just so you know i, I think i mentioned fallen order was the only canon comic that i've gone so far but when this one came out it was considered the canon this is the force unleashed comic written by hayden blackman who was the project lead director and writer for the game uh with art by brian ching uh bong dezo and wayne nichols uh, so a lot of artists here. So it follows the story almost beat by beat, the story of um, The Force Unleashed. So if you've played that or even slightly remembered it, there's not a whole lot new in this uh, story, in this telling. Uh, it's pretty much the exact same to- story, maybe with a few bits chopped off. This this whole game, the, the, the <clears throat> it's a very interesting game because it had a game. It had a comic that followed the game. It had a novel that followed the game. So I, I don't know if I've seen any sort of, of of entity that has crossed into so many different uh, different mediums, but had no changes to it. Like that's that's the thing. I mean, normally, there's expanded editions of novels, or the comic kind of lets you get into you know some characters' heads are a little bit differently, but. It's no, it's that the game is the comic is the book, and and it's just it was a really really interesting uh, uh, decision, I guess, to, to to really do that. Well, I don't know if it was. I, mean, a, I think an interesting decision. I think it was a yeah. Let's put out as much uh, content as we can. Decision. I use interesting as a word to stay positive when I don't have anything else to say. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. Th- I think the closest we got probably is like Shadow of the Empire mm. because I mean it's like you got the game, the comic, the book, and they're all at least like different parts or slightly different overlapping parts of the same exact story. Yeah, um, just from different different perspectives. This one was interesting for me. I read this for uh, this episode, and I have a very weird relationship with this video game. Like I. Uh, 
I had a Nintendo DS when I was a kid as well, and I tried to play it on the DS. It was like, I couldn't figure it out. It was impossible. It was really hard. So I never really, I played probably like, you know, through about 20 minutes of the story. I, I kind of had like the basics down of it. So I found this really interesting because I didn't really know the story and the graphic novel kind of gave that to me, um, which I think is another reason why these uh, comics and, and even sometimes novels, if a game gets it, are so important because not everybody has access to play video games and some people don't have like the skills to get through the story like I did at the time. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, while it is a one-to-one or a pretty much one-to-one adaptation to my knowledge, um, I think that that can still be important even though it's not super interesting to the people that have already played the game. It's, it definitely still has its place. It, yeah. Uh, it had a couple flaws in my opinion. Chief of which, when he was pulling the uh, Star Destroyer out of the sky, it didn't take 12 pages. It only took one. No, that was... <laughs> I thought you were about to say that part of the story was uh, was an issue. I'm like, no, nah, that's super it's cool. It's super cool, <laughs> but he did it in one page. And that sells the video game I, right there. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember when I played it, it took like... it. That always took like like 40 minutes because the just like it was such a complicated and the game was very needing some very precise sort of movement so i remember that being a problem on a more serious note i do feel like there were it had a real issue because they were three artists and they changed every single issue and you could tell the artists changed every single issue so like like you would be reading a page and that you know, part of the story and the next page like everyone is like why are these all off model oh wait they're all off yeah. model for the next 12 page okay they changed the artists and it's that was very jarring and definitely had you know I think took away from my enjoyment of the uh, of the comic by a good chunk another interesting element of this because if I remember these games I played a while ago and I but I believe both Force Unleashed and Force Unleashed 2 allowed a light and dark side ending. Correct. So, I mean, it's it's obviously you can't really do that these days because, you know, you run into the Mass Effect 3 issues of what is officially canon. But that was also something that is was an interesting decision because in a video game you can play it two different ways but if you have a book, these aren't choose your own adventure books. These aren't choose your own adventure comics. So, Clearly, there was a a specific way that, as I say it now, is a canonical ending, and another the other ending is just an alternate ending. Um, but that's also something that that would not would would shy away from that from this sort of 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 strategy being used today because there there's no, Twitter would would never let that live it down. I mean, it's not a new thing to Star Wars. Like, I mean, we had in in Kotor too. Oh, that actually made a lot of people mad. But, uh, <laughs> like, you know, everything the, uh, makes people mad, though, so it doesn't really count. This is this is so true. Yeah, like I mean, like the the Kotor games. Like, you had like you can be you can be a man, you can be a woman, you can be light side, you can be dark side. You can take different choices with how you pursue the story, and you can, uh, you know, you can uh, develop relationships with different characters. Uh, but when they wrote the book, the Revan book, uh, you know, they're like, well. Here we go. <laughs> Revan is a dude. He, uh, like, you know, married Bastila or whatever. And everyone's like, whoa, that's not. And was light and ended up light side and defeated Malak or whatever. I'm like, everyone got mad about it. Uh, so, and then also they had the, um, you know, then it went further with uh, the Old Republic MMO, which also necessitated one set storyline. But then also from it, you could play multiple characters with multiple different ban- branching paths so yeah, i don't know whatever. well here's the thing this is why i'm just gonna enjoy it whatever. Right. this is why in jedi fallen order you could only change cal's ponchos this is the reason people we get too <laughs> mad about things and now we have like 30 different poncho colors and and, and lights and lightsaber colors and lightsabers. Like, but and what lightsabers. is his canon lightsaber look like emma i need to know <laughs> i will riot if i don't know the true lightsaber like how else can i buy it online yeah, exactly. I mean, they're gonna have it at Galaxy's Edge actually soon, like yep. the the canon one. So there's there is technically a canon one. Thank goodness. Otherwise, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah. <laughs> no. So maybe may, I was gonna say maybe they learned a little bit once once they got on to to, to the second the, the comic for the second game, right? I was Caleb? gonna say. What, what, speaking of lightsabers, what spared him? One lightsaber, two lightsabers, and that was the whole reason people bought Force Unleashed two. <laughs> 
<laughs> As for the comic, I felt like the comic uh, Force Unleashed 2, again, written by Hayden Blackman, and but this time with art by Omar Francia and Manuel Silva. The art was a lot more consistent through this one, and the plot, instead of just being a uh, retelling of the game story, was actually a Boba Fett comic, because Boba Fett made a kind of a minor antagonism in the uh, game, but essentially the entire series is Boba Fett being, you know, pulled into the plot of the uh, of the game, which I felt like gave a lot more um, substance to the story, so it sure. mm-hmm. wasn't doing the exact same over and over and over again. Plus, it definitely had like a kind of like a strange humanizing element to Boba Fett there towards the end. It was definitely a definitely not a normal take that we usually see when someone has like I get a ripe Boba Fett story. Oh boy, here we go. Better have him like kill as many people as possible. Definitely a he kills people, but definitely not as a um, not as a hardcore like Boba Fett sort of thing as you might be expected. Yeah, I mean, I I also read this um for this episode, and I had mixed feelings on it. Especially, I mean, it was weird timing with like the book of Boba Fett coming out and stuff. Like, it made me really remember why I love what they're doing with Boba Fett right now. Like, giving him more of a like, <laughs> I don't know, personality. personality. Yeah, I mean, like at the beginning, he's like. Uh, you know, in a bedroom with like a like a woman, it's like, oh, okay, we're gonna do this again. Like that's that's great. Like you know, um, so I'm really happy. Like it just made me reflect on like what Boba Fett used to be and what he used to symbolize. And like, I'm just really happy with what we're. I- I'm not meaning to turn this into like a canon conversation, but like you know, yay, book of Boba Fett. And like, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Like it-, it was nice to have a character that we know more then star killer to like mm-hmm. anchor us in the story a little bit because in the first one you know we only really knew like bail but he wasn't really in it that much mm-hmm. um and so to have a character that we knew and loved to see the story through their eyes i think did make it better even though it wasn't my favorite portrayal of boba fett absolutely yeah, yeah it was kind of a like Star Wars Force Unleashed 2 was a much shorter game, all of four levels, so the uh, comic <laughs> was definitely a lot shorter. So uh, f- take that as you will. It's probably a good thing having a more condensed story. Uh, but that was our two, those were our two major ones. We got a couple other um, honorable mentions. Uh, first of all, we should talk about, as we did a little bit, Shadows Should of we? the Empire. Ah, oh, my favorite. I was about to say, we did a whole issue, a whole episode on this, uh, written by John Wagner, art by Killen uh, Plunkett. I'll just see episode 10. That was the entirety yeah. of our episode. We had six people on, uh, two from two guests from Legends Look Back had a great time talking about it and its sequel. If you want to know more, uh, just rewatch episode 10. Or watch yeah. it for the first time. It, it was, it was, a, it was a good it was episode. A, it was a good episode. We had a lot of fun, even though like Shadows of the Empire... It's a little iffy, uh, and also for mm. legal reasons, what I said earlier about me liking it was a joke, for legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't believe that was that long ago. That was I know, 10? I know. Yeah. Oh, I w- yeah, I went back to check because I didn't see that Caleb had already added a bullet point about what episode it was, and I'm like... <laughs> I was like, oh, it's like probably like 20 something. Right? That's like, what no, I was thinking. Like, I remember it being early, but <clears throat> like, yeah. yeah was, it was like in the summer. Yeah. That was like the idea behind no, it. No, that's but, right. Yeah. yeah. You check out Cosmic Force episode 10 and Legends Look Back episode something. Because <laughs> uh, they did something on, they did one on the novel and then Game Nights. I don't, just, I don't know. Check out the Game Nights playlist. They played that. Just as look well, up Shadows so, of the but, Empire on YouTube and it, it'll probably be there. Yeah. You could listen to the yeah. soundtrack too. Soundtrack is great. I have it on vinyl. <laughs> Oh, nice. It just like, it just straight up just like sounds like, I mean, I, I played in band all throughout school, through college, and it just sounds like a regular concert band piece, and it's like, it's pretty good. Uh, is that the best also, part of has, the Shadows of the Empire initiative? Uh, the the action figures are pretty cool. Cool. Dash, and every, oh, come on, Dash <laughs> yeah. Rindar's the coolest yeah. character. Jacked, Jack Dash Rindar. Um, yeah. Yeah, the toys were good. Um, yeah, wow. exactly. All right, and last on our honorable mentions, this one I kind of squeaked here in here at the end. Um, this it is Knights of the Old Republic, the comic series written by John Jackson Miller and a host of utter artists. Um, yes, Jacob is modeling the omnibus, which he is. <laughs> gotten signed by jj never himself this right? is like the third time you showed i was gonna the show, say dude. always <laughs> looking for a way to flex on the, uh, about like, this legit has almost it's not a direct tie into the 
to the games because it takes it is actually a prequel to the games it takes place like five ten years before the actual game it's a prequel and it like doesn't even follow a character that shows up in any of the video games it's very it just it's set in the era exactly but it has the exact same name and the exact same title and it's actually really really good so maybe one of these days we'll do a big like more deep dive specifically into it but uh if you haven't pick up the omnibus it's a fantastic story yeah, so those are the video game comic tie-ins, but we wanted to we, we do have one more topic tonight, and that is something that we we alluded to at the top, but we did spend too much time talking about in the news section. And that is there is a brand new Lego Star Wars game coming out called Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga. Um if, for those of you who thought this game might might have been out already, it, it, it could have been, it should have been. It was originally announced as a launch title. Uh, for the PS5 and the Xbox series, whatever the current one is. Um, but it's been delayed. Uh, we finally got a gameplay trailer earlier this uh, this week and a release date of April 5th, 2022. Um, but one of the, I think the the biggest piece of, of news that came out of that is like all the previous Star Wars games, there are plenty of characters to choose from. But this game has, did it say 300 or over 300? Over, Over 300, 300 playable characters in this game, um, which is, I mean, I get that this game is technically uh, is the Skywalker saga. So I would assume that it just means it's the nine, uh, nine movies, nine, uh, movies and it does not include Rogue One and it does not include uh, Solo uh, characters. I'm I sure I'm sure it would yeah. at least yeah, plot no, wise. Play the levels, right. But yeah. So we thought it would be fun to go around uh, and we all of the hosts selected three comic book characters that we would like to see as a minifig in this game um and 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 be as a playable character uh and jacob who uh was has has done us uh, uh, another huge favor has actually gone and found uh images of all the characters that we're about to about, about to mention um to see what exactly they might look like in uh in in this game so um i am gonna go ahead uh it looks like jacob and before yeah yeah, as like I said, before we even hop into this, like, you know, we're, we're having fun with this and, you know, making a, a fun segment. But, like, these aren't out of the realm of possibilities because one of the crazy things that the one of the developers had, there was an interview recently, and they said they're bringing in uh, oh, Mr. Bones from the <laughs> yeah, Aftermath that's a, that's trilogy. Right, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're like they're like yeah, we like we you know there's so many characters we have over 300 characters like there's all the the movies and the books and the comic books and all that stuff that we can pull from and so we're putting Mr. Bones in it, which is just you know wild. Yeah, and I mean uh, I cannot overstate this, you guys. You can play as Babu Frick. You can play as Babu <laughs> Frick. What are you supposed to do Babu as Frick. Babu Frick? Seriously, are you just supposed to hit things with his little wrench? What are you supposed to do? I mean that's insane. You put- when I saw that, I screamed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like we were looking at the gameplay trailer, and I like I just like paused it and like found like named all the characters I could. And it's like, oh, we got Captain Tarples and uh, Captain Typho and Captain Panaka and Captain Phasma and Ca- like it's like all like it's alphabetical and it's like almost any character you can think of that's appeared on screen ever is in that it's list. Amazing. It's amazing! I cannot wait for this game, you guys. I mean, like if, I mentioned if, if earlier anything- in the show, this is like my type of game this is like yeah. you know the one i'm super oh, nostalgic yeah. for so to get like one with better graphics way more characters in all the movies oh my goodness it's gonna be that's uh, the only thing i'm gonna be doing for like a few weeks straight <laughs> if there was ever an action figure a kenner action figure or hasbro action figure that got a name chances are he's probably he or she is probably in this game i i, I mean that's yeah. how deep this roster is it is just ridiculous so sure. um I'm going to go ahead and start off with my first selection, which obviously is my new favorite Star Wars character since he is since I have willed him into uh, into existence <laughs> in Book of Boba Fett. And that's, of course, uh, Black or Santin. Um, I, I mean, come on, you know, the, the more Wookiees we can have in this game and, and, and uh, the arm, the pulling off of the limbs joke in a Lego game is just going to be amazing. Yes. And, and, oh, yeah. and so to be able to see him pull off. Uh, a Trandoshan or a droid leg uh, or something. Uh, I can't wait. I, I mean, that's 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 just going to be so much fun. So uh, I have to go with my favorite minifigure. Character. Is so good too. Like it looks, it looks official. So good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, yeah, we got, 
I would say Emma is next in the notes, but I know that I know Jacob, you've got some pictures. It's just down in order, so we're just going top. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So, so I picked three characters. My second character uh, is Shara Bay, um, mainly because she is a character that we really haven't seen outside of the comics, um, but she's a very important character, at least in the, at least in the in the books that I had the the canon books that I have read. So, um, I know that she's a, she is in a very important character in the comics, and I would love to see her really shine uh as uh, as her own minifig and and i mean can it just look like this one right here because this one looks awesome it's perfect it's so good yeah, but say you stick it in a can it's done i'm about to sound really nerdy but i'm i'm pretty sure i know where that torso's from and that's just that's sad i, I know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it one of the a wings one of the sequel trilogy pilots yeah i think it's the um the resistance a wing duros I, I think so yeah that one or it's it the 2017 like a wing uh uh the one that had episode six lando in it that could have been the one as well yeah that that uh, that feels extremely nerdy of me i'm so sorry <laughs> it's like i know the exact set number from where this came from yeah. can you imagine <laughs> oh my goodness someone's got to do it <clears throat> and, all right uh, and then my last character um, is 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 a favorite of a certain uh, certain author, uh, and that is of course Jackson. Uh, I, I mean, choice. how can you not go with Jackson? I mean, he has become <laughs> you know sort of a legend in his own right uh, these days, and and there's no better way to complete the the the, the, the Jackson comeback tour than uh, having him be in 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 this game as as a minifig. As high as Black Chrysanthemum stock is right at this moment, I think Jackson is way more likely to be in the game. Yeah, I mean, he got I a black drink. So. That's insane. You think so? Okay. I think, I think, I think Jackson is, series, that's true. there's a, just because he's also a, such a silly character and the Lego, they, that's something that as a, if you're a creator of a Lego video game and you saw, hey, we can have a giant green rabbit, like there's no <laughs> way they would not do that. That's so you know? true. Yeah, it's, it's perfectly made for for the lego style of humor honestly <laughs> so, yeah, and, yeah. I, and i and i want his figure to look like this i want the the ears to be a clearly additional piece that that, yes. that can fall That's off of his character printed. yes yes it's like i know jose at one point i'm pretty sure in slack made a photoshop of a lego figure for him but that was like i mean probably months and months and months ago because they there's a Lego mold for a uh, Bugs Bunny head, so oh, he okay. just like green tinted, you know, tinted it green. Yeah, um, but you know if if they do put Jackson in the game, I feel like he needs to be Jar Jar in the old games and just have like the super jump. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so those are my three characters that I hope to uh, that I hope to, uh, to to see in this game. Um, Maybe, I'm 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 sure we'll uh, we'll bring this back up when the game comes out and see how many of us are right. But uh, Emma, let's go ahead and see what what, you, what your who your characters are. Yeah, so my first pick is a, is a two for one, triple uh, zero, and BT one because you can't have one without the other. And uh, yeah, I mean, can you imagine how funny these guys would be in a Lego video game? I mean, the potential for humor there is so so good. Uh, you know, I could just imagine like an animation of all these like knives and swords and things coming out of you know all their hands and parts and stuff like that yeah uh that'd be really cool uh also uh to be clear dr afro was already chosen before i picked my list otherwise she'd be top just saying mm. <laughs> but i do have uh, and, and you go ahead i was like yeah speaking of dr yes. afro, i think the next picture is like one of like one of mine, Caleb, and Emma's combined. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, the third one on my list uh, is the one on the left, Sana Staros. Um, I think that she would be really cool in a in a video game. Like um, her interactions with Han, I think, could be really funny. Like maybe if she like ran into Han and Leia or something, that'd be really cool. But like basically any character from the Doctor Aphra series, I'd love to see in video game or lego form or any any sort of like toy form i think that they're just such great funny fun characters and yeah sano is a very easy choice for me so yeah those are my three i think uh caleb that's yes. one or two of I, yours i i picked the obvious one, one of one. dr afra i think <laughs> you know like looks like there'll be character class classes so she's obviously like a han solo sort of uh carryover so i think she's definitely very likely to be in there and i'm really excited to see her and like unlock her and play as her the other one i i picked this one after someone else had already done it but i did want to see blacker sand and i really really want to see blacker sand 
more uh, Wookiees and arm pulling. I want to get in a, a match with my brother, maybe in back we used to do in the old days and see who can pull the arms off each other first. Uh, <laughs> oh, I remember that. And the last one here, even though he's already been in a Lego Star Wars. He's a literal he's Lego. He's literally a Lego. That's an official <laughs> one we have here. He's also in Lego Star Wars 2, I know as a playable character, but he couldn't do anything. And that character is Lobot. And, like, the only reason I want to see him do more is because, obviously, the comic series. And they've done a lot of really fun and interesting things with his character. So I want to see Lobot represented really well, really strongly, and not just as a weird joke character who cannot do anything. So You should at least be able to, be able to like, uh, I don't know, access the droid terminals or something. Exactly, yeah. Have him be able to do that or hack things. I want to see Lobot as, like, a real character. That's my wish. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, Jacob, let's go ahead and see see who your three are. Yep. Uh, so we saw one of them already in Emma's picture, and that's uh, Magna Tolvin. I just think she's Good a pick. super cool character mm-hmm. design. Uh, and I, I, you know, I haven't played a Lego Star Wars game since the, you know, the first two ones. Uh, fun story. I got Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga in one of Emma's favorite games for my birthday. And I was super excited. I'm like, I'm going to go down and play Lego Star Wars. And my mom's like, no you should play a multiplayer game because people are here to like hang out with you. <laughs> so I switched the game and then we, I never saw the disc no! to Lego Star Wars, the complete saga <laughs> oh, ever no. again. So I never got to play it. <sighs> uh, but anyways, yeah, Magna Tolvin, uh, I'm Yeah. I don't know. She's a super cool character design and a comic book unique character. Uh, so I'd be happy to have her in it. Uh, Queen Trios is my next one, which is the only, not shocking to me. The only one I could not find. It's such a good uh, another pick, super cool character. <laughs> another super cool character design. Uh, the, uh, that, the evil you know, equivalent to uh, Princess Leia for those who don't. Yeah, remember. the evil yes. Princess Leia. Yeah, um, and and on the receiving end of another Princess Leia comics punch. Um, yes. So, uh, but my last one, shock no, is not Lobot. <laughs> it's just the slideshow. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it one I was shocked to find one of. Uh, and that is Commander Carbon, <laughs> yes, the yes. General Grievous Mon Cal mashup from the Star Wars 2015 series, uh, yeah. who has four lightsabers. It's just, it's comical. Wait, where did like, you find like, what, this? Like, what, what kind of website was this on? I just Googled Car... I, I like, uh, so, okay, I, I think I had seen this before as, like, a joke on, like, a subreddit, and I just had, like, stored away deep in my me- memory vault, and I'm like, I think that exists, and I just Googled it. And I just, I love the detail on his cape. I, yeah, I mean, so to have good. it as, have yeah. it ragged like that, it looks so cool. Yeah, so, it, it's just, you know, if, what? again, if Mr. if Mr. Bones, the psychotic uh, <laughs> B1 droid that also kind of shares a subconscious with General Grievous, kind of, sort of, uh, can exist in a video game, then so can well, Commander Carbon. This, this might sound like a weird thing, but I feel like it, this image must have come first before they designed Commander Carbon. It's like, <laughs> someone just put Admiral Akbar's head onto General Grievous, and, you know... Uh, that and, would be a good uh, character. Like, yeah, and, and Actually, like, hold on, write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Like, ooh, I want that in my series. He'd fight Darth Vader and look like a win. Oh, yeah. I said that was from Star Wars. It's like, yeah, it's from the uh, Kieran Gillen Darth yeah. Vader run. That's yeah, so yeah. funny. Uh, but yes, it's hilarious. Just give, just, yeah. So uh, I, I was looking at our lists here and I, and I was like, okay, Caleb with Afra, Chrysanthemum, and Lobot, like, has the highest chance of probably taking a clean sweep yeah. and having all of them. But at the same time, Emma, Triple Zero, BT, and Sana, uh, if Afra's in it, th- those other three characters almost have to be in it as well. So I oh, think you're sure. right there as well that, that can get a clean sweep I, I, here. I feel like Sana would get snubbed. Yeah, yeah she would be the one out the of droids, them to get snubbed for sure, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, K- again, Caleb literally has one that we already know is going to be in the game, basically. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. So. If Lobot isn't like, in it, I- I've kind of disqualified myself. One, if I pick any character already in the game, and two, if I pick someone else's character. So, like, I'm not in this yeah, to win it. I- I- I will say, I you know, I could see Black Santa not making the game because, I mean, if you asked a non-comic book fan who Black Santa was a month ago, they would not. Sure. You, they would not. Be and and this you. game, again, this okay, has been delayed. Reader who Mr. Bones were. So that when they, they, that's, they, that's they, fair, isn't that yeah. a song from uh, White Christmas? Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, if my girlfriend is watching this episode, she just got very happy. Uh, Deep cut. But anyways, yeah, like, I mean. Yeah, Mr. Bones also a deep cut. I'm just saying, you know, is Black Santa possible character? Absolutely. Is it high likelihood? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah because I, we have I to. Mean, re- how because... far in a, 
how far in advance have have we have they known that Black Crusader was right. going to be in it? Cause this game has because this game been for a while. Yeah, I think yeah. this game was like I said was originally supposed to launch over a year ago. So there, I think it, I think it was announced in 2019. Uh, yes, because I know that that it was supposed to be. I actually have a PlayStation camera for my PlayStation 5 because the intent was to use the camera and buy this game and be part of Utini Game Nights, but this game still hasn't come out. So <laughs> I know for a fact that all of this stuff was supposed to be out, um, what was that, November of last year? Like, yeah, 2020. We're talking like 2020. I think yeah. it, it was supposed to be out in 2020 because um, yes. I, they had some Lego sets come out. Uh, you know, I, for those that don't know, I also collect some yeah, Legos. My, my Razor Crest Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some of the boxes had, had codes on the inside that you could redeem to get the ship or, you know, the play set or whatever in the game so you could play as them in the game. <laughs> Which you know, who knows what those where those codes are right now? They were now, like two yeah, years the, ago. The nice, <laughs> the, the nice thing is, if they still use that system, the codes are not unique. It's <gasps> oh, not like a like randomly generated code, so you can find a list of them online and just again, if they still use that, because that was two or three okay. years ago. But, Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, at the same time, where we say uh, that these characters might not necessarily be in it, I do believe if you pre-order this game, you get a a character pack. That includes yeah, the like Bad Batch. Packs or... It includes characters yep. from the Bad Batch. I believe it includes characters from Mandalorians up through season two. Yes. So actually, I believe what you're talking about is the deluxe edition. You pay ten dollars yes. extra for the character uh, packs, yeah. but I I don't know. Do you get something for pre-ordering, anyways? You're, you're right. Uh, it might, you it's, it's the deluxe it, edition. You're absolutely so. Right. It's deluxe edition comes with the extra character packs, and but if you pre-order it physically, you do get access to the classic Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, character and like an actual if you get to physical you don't you get like a luke minifigure too you get a luke you get blue, blue milk, milk yep figure. i think that's only with the deluxe though oh okay gotcha I'm trying there's, to... there's a lot of different options okay here. like yeah so the de- the deluxe de- uh, edition comes with uh seven dlc packs of character collections including mando season one mando season two rogue one a star wars story it says classic characters. I don't know what that means. Uh, the classic characters is like the old school, like yellow skin mm. tone okay. Legos. Okay. So like the OG, OG Star Wars Legos before they had like, yeah, flesh tones, you know, actual skin tones. Yeah. Solo, a Star Wars story and Star Wars, the Bad Batch, uh, as well as a trooper pack. So uh, since this is DLC, I'm going to assume none of those characters are part of the 300 that were announced. Um, yeah. So, and if they're and if they're going as recently as the Bad Batch and 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 Mando season two, I, I think that there's a chance that that they're that we're going to have these sorts of characters because let's face it, Chewbacca is already in the game. So, in order to create a black or Santin, you really just need to change a color, you know, yeah. change a little the color palette around a little bit. Yeah. You know, I think I think the thing we have to to hope for is just the fact that they'll continue to make character packs yeah. and just like sell us a book of Boba Fett character pack down the road. Oh, oh yeah. And if they do that, it would one hundred percent have Black Crescent. Oh yes. Well, I uh, I would love to hear either either on Twitter or in our our Cosmic Core Dis- Discord. I would love to hear what uh, what the audience has to for some potential characters. So. Uh, make sure you put those in there so that we can uh, and and if we get some good ones, we'll we'll we'll, we'll mention them on the show next week because yeah, I'm, uh, sure, this is, I'm sure we missed some big ones here. I'm oh, yeah. sure of it. Yeah. I mean, we got 300 and we and we've chosen 12, so <laughs> there's plenty more options out there. Uh, 11, well, Caleb's. Yeah. We do have you know another comic book character real quick. We Rin does have a Lego model after the uh, this is true. Halloween special. This is that's true. true. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. You'd think that they'd want to use happen. that. Yeah. So, but yes, all right. So that's going to wrap up this week's show on video games and comics. Um, two quick announcements before we close out. Uh, one, next week we do have our, our, excuse me, our show will be the War of the Bounty Hunter Roundtable Part Two, where we are discussing the companion trade paperback. Um, so if you haven't picked those that, that up, be sure to grab that. Uh, and also after the show tonight, um, our Prime, Utini's primary uh, Twitter account, Utini underscore US, is actually hosting a Twitter space at 10 p.m. Eastern uh, where we, a bunch of us will be discussing today's Book of Boba Fett episode. So if you've watched today's episode and you want to chat about it, uh, maybe what happened today, maybe what might happen in the next next couple of weeks, uh, be sure to, uh, to join us. And I will actually be sure to drop a link for that in the Cosmic Fortress. 
Cosmic Force Discord channel. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's going to be fun. I think it's the first time that we've done this as a, as a community. So hoping to, to see a lot of you guys out there, but until then, uh, we are going, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the cosmic force. Don't forget to like, and subscribe to the show right here on YouTube, where you can hear us live every Wednesday night at eight o'clock. We also encourage you to subscribe to the audio version on whatever podcast podcasting platform you listen to uh you can also visit utini.com for reviews articles and news for the entire expanded universe and we encourage you to join our utini discord by going to utini.com slash discord and you can also help support the show by heading to patreon.com slash utini and start receiving exclusive perks starting at just five dollars a month a special thank you to jg Kars, ok endar patrick ortiz carl sander and earl q on our jedi high council as well as Matt Billington, Kyle Hickman, Elizabeth Cloutier, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. Like I said earlier, you can tweet at the show at Cosmic Force Show or at the host individually. I'm at Ty Rags. Emma is at uh, Irma Jedi 26. Caleb is at Caleb Lamanick. And Jacob is at Jacob Bosch. Thank you again to my hosts. Thank you to everybody who joined us live in the chat. And a special thank you to our listeners and viewers for joining us wherever and whenever you are. We truly appreciate all of you. Uh, Until next week, may the force be with you. 